I'm coming to you. Not life, but alive. In the town of Fall River, Massachusetts. Actually, not far from where my grandparents met as young immigrants from Portugal. My grandfather is an undocumented immigrant, some kind of uh, sneakily documented. We're still sorting it out. He didn't come in through the normal channels. They were, uh, they were Portuguese, Portuguese kids falling in love in the town of New Bedford. I'm here because I went surfing this morning in Rhode Island very early because there's a limited set of parking spots where I wanted to go. I hadn't left Massachusetts until today and thought, you know what, maybe it's time. And it's super early, like 5 a.m. And when I came back, my friend came back. Someone, I guess, was unhappy that us, we had our Massachusetts cars in Rhode Island and had popped our, deflated our tires. I didn't think mine were deflated. His was clearly. Mine were maybe on a slow leak. I thought I was okay, but I got about half an hour down the road and felt the car leaning and then wobbling and uh, pulled over and they were totally flat, two tires. So even though I was able to actually change one tire, good for me, I uh, still had to call AAA, get the car taken somewhere to get a tire. And now I'm just getting four new tires because they were needed. And the little contribution I make to sharing my uh, to using the car from my mother-in-law because we don't have a car. So she's getting new tires. Happy mother-in-law's day. And that's how you turn lemons into lemonade people. So while I've been waiting for the tires, I found a beautiful river that runs through Fall River. I think it's the Hetch Hetchy. Maybe that's how you call it. Hetch Hetchy? Kekachan? QEU, some beautiful spot. Actually, right behind the police department, police cars, and then there's this beautiful green river and forest and water, and people are fishing. And uh, I sat here in the sun, and thanks, you know, to the pandemic, my church service is streaming. So I, I went to church, sitting by the river, beautiful sun. Listen to our service, which had been reconfigured around the pain and tragedy of African American lives being lost and people feeling a need to riot in order to be heard or paid attention to, and more lives being lost. All amidst, all amidst this pandemic. And it was a beautiful service. Music that was led and chosen by members of the choir specifically to reflect their feelings. Sermons focused on 
pain and suffering of our black members, people of color and those who felt prejudice and a call to not turn away, not be silent if you're white, not turn away because you have the privilege to turn away and to watch, to experience grief and to see with your own eyes what is happening. It was a moving hour, and I'm glad I had the time to sit by the river, step back and experience that as well, after a morning of bliss in the ocean, to be kind of brought back to earth, but, but ready to face it and figure out what, what now, and understand my role as a white man with white power to give and to that privilege to give up or to utilize in the right way and not in the way you'd normally think of white power or white supremacy. To recognize that you're, the role you play in those systems and to turn that energy into a positive force. Of course, you know, the work I do in human rights and privacy and security are beneficial widely, but many of you do listening to this. And we have our causes and we have our things we care about and our ways that we all work to make a beneficial change and impact. But there are times that call on us to make specific action for specific things in our community, whether small reaching out to someone and saying I feel with you I'm here with you I'm so sorry what can I do or big joining a Black Lives Matter support group affinity group campaign or looking at the racism and prejudice in your own lives and seeing how you can personally change your own behavior of your family, of your children, of your community, of your workplace, of your school. And to reach out to everyone. Many of us have family members in law enforcement who we love deeply and who we know are there for the right reason, who they are also hurting. reach out to them in our own systems as well look we need to look at how we might be practicing power stru structures that are, are not fair and not just and enforce racism so these are these are things we can do to not turn away to wake up to engage, even in the midst of this, all of this other hardship we have. Because we can't say, oh, let's just wait to get through this hardship to deal with this other hardship that's been there because it's not going away. And maybe there's something together, maybe in the way we rebuild our society, we can consider how it can be more just. 
there's more poverty and more pain and more suffering than ever now. And if we let the existing systems around sort of racism and prejudice against certain kinds of people play out in law enforcement without compassion, there's going to be many more George Floyds. And if we think, let people take justice into their own hands, there's going to be more Amen Arbery's because we need to find a way that everyone can understand the pain that everyone is going through right now due to the effects of the pandemic and find a better way to engage in being officers of the peace and serving and protect. Find a better way to be friends and co-workers and co-community members. This is what we should do, I believe. I hope you can take time to think about for yourself what you can do and to not turn away, to reach out and do what we can to remember the lives lost and to fight like hell for those that are still alive. Take care. Just talk to many of you soon. <laughs>